Hello and welcome to the Potato Files. Um, I am your host, Jeff Paul, the human potato of comedy, as my friends would like to call me. Um, sitting down with my guest today, we got uh, comedian Dave Hempstead in the house. How you doing there, Davey? Um, thank you for having me. It's an honor. Hey, we brought you down to the Never Sleeps Network bedroom, pal. Yeah, and broadcasting live. Oh, yeah, yeah. this, this one's a- uh, live on, uh, we're going live on Facebook Live, but uh, that's not going to help anyone who's so- actually downloading this podcast when it happens. So, um, so we're just... If you, if you didn't watch this, then hi. <laughs> yeah. If you're not the, one of the 10 people watching this on Facebook Live, uh, hello, yeah. welcome. Welcome you, to the show. You know what? I'm more interested in these people, <laughs> right? Tough day's work, curled up in front of the fire. Yeah, like, hey, let's just go home and watch uh, some Facebook Live Potato yeah. Files. You want to watch a movie? No, I want to listen to the Potato Files, hon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get popcorn. Um, yes, we are on the Never Sleeps Network. I've got to mention that or I don't get paid. We are, uh, we're going to be talking, uh, Talking about Dave Hempstead's life today. He's a comedian, an actor, um, voiceover extraordinaire. You might uh, recognize that voice from the Home Depot commercials. Or maybe you don't recognize the voice. The opinions today. expressed today by do in no way reflect <laughs> Home Depot. Uh, the Home Depot. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, why don't we just jump into this? Basically, the podcast is uh, just me uh, asking about your life. Oh, I see. So um, oh, this this does sound exciting. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make it exciting, pal. We're gonna get right down to the beginning. We are sponsored today by a uh, Mint Kit Kat. Yeah, did you tell me about the Kit Kat? Yeah, Dave, Dave was gracious enough to bring in uh, the world's biggest chocolate bar. So, um, but mint. It's mint. So so either way, I'm having diabetes at the end of this. It's going to be fun. Anyway, Davey. Yeah, but your breath's going to smell great. <laughs> that minty chocolate smell mm-hmm. everyone wants on their breath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, pal. Where do you want to start? What I don't do know. know. Let's start right at the beginning. Where were okay, you? Okay, how are you? Good, man. How you yeah, doing? how you been? Thanks for holiday? coming down. Yeah, I, I had a great holiday. Mm-hmm. Your uh, anniversary show just happened. Yeah, I'm sure that, you've covered that. That uh, No, this is uh, actually, this is the first podcast we're actually putting out in a timely fashion. Um, <laughs> we, the, the, the ones we've been rolling out until now, uh, they, they, they were done months before. So. He's a real <laughs> real slow cooker, this potato, yeah, for yeah, those yeah, of you yeah, who yeah. are <laughs> new to the potato files. It's, uh, Welcome to the first <laughs> and potentially uh, only show, 2017. <laughs> Where were you born? Where uh, where'd this all, where'd the magic happen? Uh, in in Richmond Hill, Ontario. Richmond Hill, and, and you were uh, in, raised there in a hospital. Uh, no, I think my folks moved to Thornhill pretty early. I think they were living there in Thornhill, which is just south of Richmond Hill. Yeah, I know. Just north of Toronto. What about yeah, but I, this? Is a national show. Oh, I'm yes, not telling you. I'm telling you. Let's give my geography lesson out there. Audience space. Uh, <laughs> Thornhill, isn't that a lot of... That's that's a very big uh, Jewish population. It was when I was growing up. But you're not Jewish, are you? Uh, no, but no? Uh, yeah, it's like a contact high. <laughs> <laughs> I've got all their yeah, traits. <laughs> I understand a lot about Judaism that I wouldn't have. <laughs> um, what, what religion were you raised? Uh, Protestant. Loose, yeah. loose yeah, Protestant. You know? Really- yeah, you know, the United Church we went to, the, it seemed to me that the religion was basically, uh, do whatever you like, just don't kill anybody. Yeah, you yeah. know, And if you can, try not to be gay. <laughs> like, if you are, not a problem. Yeah, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> Try not to be. That was then. What uh, was it? Frequent, uh, frequent church visits no. every week? No, few. And no, far we, we went begrudgingly for a bit, and then my mom got uh, cancer and uh, died, and then we didn't oh. have to go anymore. Wow! It the, got, old, uh, the, the old man was like, uh, "Well, that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to go sing on Sundays anymore." See, my family was. Uh, we never went to church until a cousin died. Yep. Uh, he was 17, car accident. And that's when my dad's like, well, we just found Jesus. And uh, he thought Jesus was going to answer his, uh, you know, problems of what happened to his nephew. But right. uh, I don't think Jesus ever took that phone call. So <laughs> we we really petered out on the church. Yeah, yeah. We, we, were, we were cold turkey. 
like literally, I mean, mom used to drag us. Yeah. You know, she was one of the loudest singers in church. <laughs> and dad and I'd be mumbling with our chins on our chest, you know. <laughs> How old were you when uh, your mom died? 13. What kind of cancer? 13. She had a bunch of them. Uh, from like 10 to 13, she had breast, uh, brain tumor, uh, liver, <laughs> got in the spine. You like getting just, constant scans? or Yeah, yeah, it was a real up and down little stretch there for a bit. But uh, this was back in the day when if you beat breast cancer, you got a movie of the week, right? Like yeah, this yeah, was yeah. The, the pioneering days of people just starting to beat cancer. You got any uh, siblings? So, I got a sister, younger sister, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah who lives in uh, uh, Vancouver, my sister, Colleen. Hello, Colleen. If you're, if you're <laughs> one of the four watching live, <laughs> then hey, sis. Yeah. And if not, why aren't you? What was life like uh, before uh, mom got sick? Yeah, well, better. Better, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's like, like you're talking. Like, what 10. kind of upbringing? Like, was it like. Uh... Not bad. I mean, it was pretty boring, really. I mean, it yeah. was this close to whatever you'd call the American. We were the nuclear family, you know, with the <laughs> boy, girl, the boy and the girl and the dad in the around. suburbs, you know, we took a trip in the summer. Yeah, what did your and, dad do for uh, a living? He was a mechanical engineer. Okay. So he, we, we were the full on. He, he was at work all day. Mom was home. Yeah. Yeah. So nice, it man. was really, really uneventful the first 10 years. And then all of a sudden, life got serious that's rough as a kid hey i take it <laughs> what are you that's, into on your phone there? Oh, i'm trying to share this stupid live I'm, I'm done with the live sorry that's funny. it's tough then uh so that was your mom <laughs> yeah, did yeah. you say i couldn't tell i'm just trying to like a tweet here I, no I, I, I just was it, I'm, uh, I'm done with this facebook yeah. live uh -huh. thing okay no, Minty uh, Kit Kat? No, I'm going to Kit Kat, too. So you don't call uh, this... Anyway, dead mom, Kit yeah. Kats. <laughs> and, uh, and follow us on Facebook. Uh, we are live. <laughs> oh, too funny. Uh, that was classic. Yeah, no, that's great. So, mom, uh, multiple cancers or just the uh, one there? Who is that? <laughs> oh, man. Pulled me right in, man. You're a real delicate ear. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying here. I'm trying. <laughs> so she's about 10 when you are. You're about 10 when she uh, first gets sick. I guess yeah. you grow up pretty quick at that point, eh? Yeah, because I didn't think she'd beat it. You know, so when I first heard the word cancer, I was like, ah, oh, that's it. Yeah. You know, you're gonzo. Plus, when it happened, she first sort of collapsed. It was my sister's ninth birthday party. Oh. Or uh, seventh. Sorry, her seventh birthday party. You're, you're and I was now. suddenly in charge of it. And uh, there's like 20 seven-year-old girls running around the house and I'm, I don't know what the hell to do and mom's just laying there like she's like you gotta do and so that was kind of honestly the moment like I can remember the moment when I had to grow up because yeah. I just went I don't I, and you know I don't remember a ton before that yeah. Was dad supportive through the whole thing, or was he just out working? Or what through that birthday party? Well, no, no, he, he wasn't around. He was probably golfing or something smart. Why would he want to be home with twenty-seven year old girls <laughs> for his life? <laughs> no, I'm talking about through yeah. the whole cancer. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. He, t I mean, what could you do, right? Yeah. Like, it was, uh, you know, he didn't abandon us. If that's what you're saying, no, he looked after us. And but it was a tough stretch because it was, it was just full of uncertainty. Mm -hmm. You know, she beat it. It came back. She beat it. It came back. So it was, uh, it was a tough three years. It, Almost easier in the end because there's closure. You can sort of move on. And yeah, my uh, my stepmom's always said uh, she she doesn't want to die slowly because she doesn't think my dad's going to be much help. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. How about you'll be there, right? Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You're, 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 a, you're a lovely bedside manner about you. <laughs> what you worried about? Here you got cancer. You want some Kit Kat? There's a bag of chips in the pantry. I'm going out for a bit. Uh, too good. Yeah. So, what about we, as a kid, would, when uh, you're a, you're a, you're an athletic man. Oh would, yeah. Would you play as a kid? Everything. 
Yeah, everything. Yeah, honestly, everything. Hockey, my last, baseball, all of it. Uh, so, uh, in uh, my last year of high school, I was on the uh, the soccer team, the golf team, the hockey team, the tennis team, the cross country team, the basketball team, the volleyball team. Jesus, uh, literally played on all of them. But that's because I hated school, and I just would rather be playing sports. You just listed um, every sport my high school canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, our, our budget was uh, was not there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we uh, we were only had a hockey team for a couple of years. That was the expensive one. We didn't have a football team. Yeah, you know, and I didn't play rugby. Those guys were serious. I just played the country <laughs> club sports real well, right? Running around the gym, though, honestly, was way more fun to me than than, than sitting in a class yeah. trying to. Did uh, did you play uh, hockey outside of school, like yeah. in organized hockey? How mm-hmm. like a travel hockey, obviously. Played uh, yeah, what they'd call triple A hockey till I was about uh, till about just after mom died then yeah and then uh, my dad was like i don't want to keep driving around yeah it's, it's, like, so it's yeah, tough man to enough. be a parent like a hockey parent it's yeah. uh it's not easy we gotta suddenly start doing you know if we got a game in peterborough you know that's a four-hour shift at night right mm-hmm. and so with mom not around that would mean my sis and the whole thing and she's gonna so it just got too tough yeah. to do the traveling so i played local hockey and as you know i still play a little <laughs> bit with some of your with, friends with the with the, the hookers Hogtown Hookers, the Hogtown. worst <laughs> team. I heard you guys got a win this weekend. Huge win. Huge, <laughs> huge win. We had an angel come back, though. One of our defensemen has been missing. Mm-hmm. And that was just, it was good, glorious. First victory of this season. What about We're uh, now 1 and 18. So uh, if you want to place your championship bets, the odds are great. The comeback yeah. has begun. We went from 0 and 18 to 1 and 18. Look out. Dad ever remarry? Yep, he's married now. Still same woman? Um, yes. Jeff you have to, go through, uh, Jeff to get, live through a couple girlfriends, or he just found the... <laughs> I have to live through the... <laughs> I'm just wondering. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, he dated a couple of girls before he got married right again. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there was a stretch in between. I think, I think... my dad went uh, right from my mom to my stepmom. Oh, was that right? Yeah, yeah. How, no gap? Um, there was like a year gap, but right. uh, I don't think, like, if he was dating, he wasn't... You think they were seeing each other first? No, 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 no. Uh, they knew each other. They've known each other for years. It was, uh, they both kind of just, marriages dissolved at the same time. Right. And uh, through that, they kind of just connected with each other. Right. So there's no case of subterfuge or oh, I don't, erotic uh, misbehaving going on? I don't think on. so. My, my mom has her theories, but uh, she's she's got a lot of theories, that one, so. Okay. <laughs> 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 well, I'm not going to pontificate on it. <laughs> I'll just call your mom later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She listens. I got to talk nice. Hi, mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're playing every sport? You used to. You got time for girls no, growing up? No, not then. Not no? then. It was all sports. See, I always played sports to get the girls. Yeah, I thought that would happen too, but there's a lot of empty arenas at my level. <laughs> <laughs> like the basketball stands were empty, the volleyball oh, yeah. stands. I think basketball we drew better than than the hockey team did oh yeah yeah we drew way back in golf are you kidding me you think there's, there's no girls in the golf gallery back then uh golf was your uh, what you excelled at right in the end yeah well, and there was those. a golf team in high school uh there was we had a golf team which was good and uh, but i was just sort of progressing then so uh i had started a couple years earlier i might have been more of a threat yeah, yeah. Uh, when, when did you start golfing um summer i was 16 Okay. Yeah, 16 turning 17 that summer I got uh, right into it. Yeah, My was... dad uh, was is an avid golfer and had introduced me to the game we played every year. But that's when I started to get into it. I played from when I was little, uh but never a lot. 
And yeah. then, like, I think when I, I think when I hit my teen years, that's when I just stopped giving a shit about any sport. What was your sport of choice growing up? Then I played uh, hockey in the winter, lacrosse in the summer. Yeah, and lacrosse was my that was my favorite. That was yeah, yeah. That it, was. What you, I, were you a sprinter back then? Were you fast? I was pretty fast. Yeah. I, uh, this uh, I, I made this body in my adult years. <laughs> yeah, but I bet you scamper pretty quickly. Yeah, after still, yeah, yeah, you look yeah, yeah. like I can. I can still move. Little, yeah, you look like you can chase a raccoon away from the bins or yeah. something. <laughs> Uh, no, I just yell at them now. Yeah. <laughs> now when they don't move, they ah, fuck it. Fire a cigarette butt at them. That's, the, that's a classic older guy move. I was really good in hockey. I just stopped giving a shit. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know, I didn't want to... Yeah, I didn't want to put the effort in for travel hockey anymore. So you know, it's funny. I think a lot of guys, uh, myself, anyways, when you're younger, you kind of go, "Ah, yeah, I probably could have made it." You know what I mean? If things had gone different, but <laughs> I could have made it for sure. You know, probably. But then I met, I've met a bunch of NHL guys, and those are real uh, warriors. Yeah, I. Uh... Those are absolute beasts of uh, of men, and and you know, I I would never disrespect them again yeah. by saying I could have made it or yeah, I could have been anywhere because they're, um, they're huge. My brother Jason wanted to make it. Um, yeah. but he didn't have the size or the skill. Uh, my brother Kevin had the size and the skill. He just didn't give a shit. Right. Which, once he hit high school, he was a uh, you know stoner kid. Fucking, he'd rather hang out with his friends, get high, and you know. I had the same problem with uh, hockey that I did with golf, which was I just always wanted to do other stuff mm. as well. I never had that singular yeah. focus of I'm going to spend every day in the rink. I'm you know good on the people who have that. You know. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice to know what you want to do that bad that you just do it all the time? I don't know. It's a lot of like I think. Anyone in the NHL, I don't think that that's what they wanted to do. I think that's what they were told to do from when they were growing up. Yeah, I don't know about that. I think there's a some lot guys of, Well, that some really... of them are, but there's like, I think a lot of professional athletes that have just been pushed their whole life might not want that. No, I think that's your Toronto talking. You Maybe, spend too much time around here where you hear about the business of minor hockey. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I guess I it, think some kid up in a smaller town in Saskatchewan. Yeah, yeah, you got nothing better. Than and there's it's, a rink there. Yeah. I don't think you have to tell him to go for a skate. Yeah, I think yeah. he's just skating. I remember my dad tried to uh, do a, an ice rink in our backyard for I don't know. He, he left the hose on for three days, and um, it just all drained into the, <laughs> the whole backyard was lined with drainage tile. It's just just dumping water out there. <laughs> Did you have kids come over? Like, would you get the backyard rink going? No, we never we never actually got it. But I had uh, I had a buddy who lived around the corner. He had one. Uh, they they put it in his barn. Yeah. So it was uh it was uh, covered. It was covered <sighs> and uh and then there was a lot of pond hockey growing up and stuff and yeah. we lived uh near a golf course where we we used to always sneak on and play pond hockey in in the winter nice. time. But uh yeah, it was mostly a lot of pond. I, I always hated the uh putting your shoes on after a you're out there for hours skating yeah. around, and then your shoes are just sitting in the snow. <laughs> in the snowbank, just frozen. Yeah. yeah, those are some cool feet. We yeah. used to do the driveway of death and just play road hockey, but I would shovel the bank. So I'd st I took over driveway shoveling duties just so I could build my yeah. my driveway of death. I remember one year, uh, I was like eight, maybe seven or eight. I got a hockey net for Christmas, like a little road hockey net. Yeah. And uh, it was one of the happiest days ever. <laughs> I used, but I used to carry it down like uh, probably like kilometer kilometer and a half to the local school where that when we play on the basketball net and everything right i remember just carrying that thing like fucking going to play hockey all the time yeah that's growing up uh in canada man ball mm -hmm. hockey ball hockey and ball hockey stories yeah well that's i, I guess I, I did grow up in small town so i did want to i don't know sports was a big part but then uh i think i just grew up and was like hey when did you start comedy then first time i ever got on stage i was 28 
Yeah. And then I didn't really start until I was like 30, like right. in my 30s. So When are you going to start? That probably would have been the better question. Someday soon, when man. Are you gonna take, <laughs> when are you going to get into this biz? <laughs> I'm trying, man. Yeah, I'm trying. Hey, you doing good. You're out. You're doing road gigs now. You're Yeah, I'm headlining the downtown club this weekend. Hey. First time. Is that your first time? Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. So you're not getting uh, girls while you're playing sports. When are the girls coming into your life? <laughs> later on later on yeah like were you a late bloomer with the girls yeah i'd say so yeah yeah i mean it wasn't that big a big a deal at the time and to be fair i had uh you know just different priorities mm-hmm. back trying to figure out you know mom dying and everything it wasn't i would have used that to bang every chicken school <laughs> <laughs> like uh, mom's dying of cancer like i would just brought pussy home as much as i could <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I didn't know. Priority so. I didn't I just didn't know how to bring pussy home, as you so eloquently put it, I guess. <laughs> I wasn't, didn't have that move, you know? So, I wasn't always the suave cat sitting before you. <laughs> Back then, I was a bit of a golfing geek. Yeah? When, did, uh, when did the hair start going? Uh, around 22, I first uh, sort of clocked that it was getting... Like, hey, this is a- I'm like, what? Was dad bald or... Nope. No? no, but on my mom's side, the guys oh, okay. are. And I got that, that pattern. And some of my dad's brothers, so yeah, yeah. he's doing okay. No, I, I saw it starting it then, and I went, uh-oh. <laughs> Come on, man. Just got to deal with it. You, yeah. You, you rock a good bald head, though. Well, thank you, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for noticing. You know, I got lucky there. A good-shaped skull. Yeah, yeah, I used to shave my head forever. I was just making you baldies a uh, little pissed off because I, I got the hair yeah but my uh, one attribute i've got to- well you know i could grow some hair it's just not great looking <laughs> it's just pretty bad hair like- i was never that good at it anyways if you look at pictures throughout my life i never really have great hair yeah. i never really get it figured out so I, I feel my hair was taken away from me i had i was either shaved head or parted right down the middle Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was an altar boy, so, you know. Oh, okay, so they parted it for you? <laughs> yeah, the priest did. Yeah. <laughs> Minty Kit Kat? Nah, I'm okay. The uh, When's the golf start taking off for you? Uh, desperation time. I had to get out of, you know, as high school was ending, you know, you'd be shocked, but playing all those sports didn't give me a lot of time for studying. <laughs> so I had a terrible uh, average in high school, and I had to figure out how I was going to get to university, because I don't know about now, back then they said you had to. Yeah. You know, which... Uh, still, I think it's more important now. And pretty mandatory. They make it feel like it's mandatory. It's not for everybody. Yeah. If you don't want to go to university because you see a life ahead of you, go do that. Mm-hmm. Don't go to I, school, but... I, I, went to, uh, I went to college. Community college, baby. Yeah. Fan What'd you take? Television broadcasting. Yeah. There you go. Been working at CTV for... And now here you are, years. appearing live on Facebook yeah, to six Broadcasting live to the world. <laughs> send a postcard to your old professor. Let him know oh, you made it. He's watching. Yeah. <laughs> Can big, he type too? Big fan. Big Get fan. him to say hello. Get anybody, anybody to say hello if anybody's out there just for Jeff to validate his career. Let's get a snapshot of somebody commenting about you watching live. Um, uh, so, yeah, I had to get out of high school. So uh, I figured I better golf. Uh, the only way I was getting to university was an athletic scholarship. scholarship at that and that's point. out in the States? Yeah. How, like, how do you get on their radar? <laughs> I got lucky. There was, I was working at a golf store, and there was a guy, Randy Freeman, who's a great guy, but uh, he got a job at the golf store that I was at, and he was on a golf scholarship. So I said, oh, man, I'd love to get a game with you just to sort of see what that's like. Yeah. And so uh, we went golfing, and, uh, you know, I won a couple times. Okay. So, uh, you know, I called down to school, and I said, uh, hey, is this guy on your team? You know, 
I'm kicking his ass up here. <laughs> Can I have some money? <laughs> Isn't that how this works? Yeah. And they said, pretty close. It's pretty close how it works. <laughs> so I went down to uh, Wichita State University in Kansas. You got a full ride? No, not that year. I had uh, the coach that said invited me down uh, retired okay. uh, after that year. And they didn't pick a new coach till the day before. So what did you... Uh, uh, so I had to walk on. What did you, uh, what did you apply to school for to get down there? Well, that was the part of it uh, was uh, probably just general basic. Please let me in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and uh, but they uh, they put me on academic uh, probation. Do you have to take SATs? Yeah, I took, of the, school? I took the ACT, which ACT. is a different. It's the same as the SAT, but different. Uh, it's got less math. Okay. <laughs> it's the biggest difference. <laughs> but they recognize it as a test to get in. You know, if you don't want to take the SAT, take the ACT. And all the schools I looked at were fine with that. Mm-hmm. So I took that one instead and uh i, I tested well i uh, turns out i was bright kid you, you were smart you just yeah. weren't applying yourself uh, david yeah that's every every report card ever jeffrey <laughs> david needs to apply himself more. we didn't know about add back then you know they could have given me some pills i could have been focused <laughs> you know nowadays who knows i'd probably be a poet <laughs> uh did you graduate from there then no which uh, no i spent a year and then they wouldn't give me any money so i had to leave Oh, so you just did one year, played on their golf team? I was on academic probation, so I got the best grades on the team, and they kicked me out. Really? For not being a better golfer. So where do you go after that? Came home for a year, thought about turning pro. How old are you at this point? I was at around 21, 22. Okay. You take some time off after high school then? I had six years of high school, first of all. Oh, nice, nice. The victory lap? (laughs) Yeah. I got snubbed for uh, athlete of the year in my senior year, so I came back for Another go at it, <laughs> which I won. Uh, but it's easier when you're almost when you're school, almost twenty, that, that right? Gets a lot easier to <laughs> outrun a fifteen-year-old. Fucking Banyan from uh, Days and Confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah McConaughey's guy there paddling kids. No, no, uh, that was Ben. Aff- ben Affleck's character was Banyan. Mm. The asshole. I got, no, I was more like uh, just hanging around playing sports. <laughs> Maybe it was the asshole. Oh man, <laughs> that just hit me. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Oh, what if I was? You wouldn't even know, right? Bannon didn't know he was. No, he thought he was the coolest shit, man. He, he was just looking after what <laughs> was right, you know? He had a paddle, and some yeah. kids needed to paddle. That's what you do with your paddle. Oh, man. How'd you. Uh... I just, I, give me a minute. I just found out I was the <laughs> asshole. <laughs> what are you moving on for? I was uh, your year in the States, though. It's a different. Well, I ended up going back. What happened was uh, I just transferred in the end. I came back and I played golf and I was playing better. And I thought about, you know, trying to be a pro. And then one of my friends said, look at you now. Go back to school. So I went to uh, Missouri uh, State uh, University because they played Wichita uh, the most of the schools I revisited. And I wanted to (laughs) kick their ass. (laughs) Going back as a vendetta. (laughs) Purely. Purely like Death Wish 9. It's gotten pathetic. <laughs> like a golf vendetta, but I I did I I uh, went back on a golf vendetta. Oh, that's great! And uh, won a tournament and uh, was Missouri Valley Conference Athlete of the uh, Week or whatever, which they send out to all the coaches. So uh, I did get to stick it to my old coach, Good. Who, who probably didn't notice. <laughs> hey, looks familiar. How well, well, moving on. Yeah. Hey, Dave, how you doing? <laughs> I saw him at a tournament, uh, like a couple of years later, or a year later, I, whenever I was in Missouri now, we were playing in a tournament against them. And I was walking from one hole to the next, and he's like, hey, Dave, how you doing? And I was like, yeah, I think I'm like 100 or whatever. I mean, pretty windy. I just screwed up that last <laughs> hole. but I, And he's like, no, 
no, I meant like, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> so I realized he didn't think of me the way I thought of him. <laughs> so did you ever think he'd go pro with that? Or? For, for about 30 seconds once. What is the yeah. like? What is the the process of becoming a pro golfer, though? Well, it depends what kind of pro you want to be. If you want to be a tournament golfer, the process is real easy. You just keep beating everybody. You keep going to you play against. You go into a tournament, and you beat everybody in that one, mm-hmm. and then you find out if there are better golfers hanging around, <laughs> and you go beat them, and you just keep moving your way up till you run out of. So that part's real easy. If you want to work at a country club or be a the club uh, pro, mm-hmm. then you know you got to get some school and you got to learn some business, yeah, 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 all that stuff. But if you're just a stud, you just keep kicking ass till somebody figures out how to make you money. Did you ever have any uh, like any agents or I guess like sports managers or anything approach no. you? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. When you're second man at Southwest Missouri <laughs> State University in Springfield, Missouri, nobody's really knocking <laughs> well, down your door. I didn't know how good you are, man. Like, all I hear from I'm, all the other I'm comments sitting, is like, I'm sitting here, golf. I'm sitting here doing this. <laughs> <laughs> podcast with you today. We're live to... Oh, now we're down to three people. That's right. There you go. We're losing people. That's how good a golfer I was. Um, I was so good that I'm three people Facebook Live good. Uh, no, I was... I, I overachieved, I'd say. You like living in the States, though? It's a different world down there, right? Well, especially in the Midwest like that. Yeah, it's a really different experience. Yeah, you, t- you told so. me some weird stories one time. Um, let's not get into those, I guess. All I don't right. even know why I brought it up. Yeah, I don't either. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's right in the Bible Belt. And as we talked about my lax religious uh, upbringing, yeah. it was just strange to see people that Christian. I hadn't, uh, and racism. I hadn't seen racism either. Oh, it's real racism down like, there, too. Like, just racism. What yeah. is going on here? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like don't drive on that street. Don't stop at that stop sign. Kind of like there were places, you know, we got mugged the first time I went to get some booze cause we went to the wrong liquor store. Like yeah. I'd never comprehended that <laughs> in the wrong liquor You're store. You're supposed to go to the white it's, liquor it's store. Right there. Yeah, pretty much. You're not welcome at this. Uh, liquor store so they just uh, they sold us the booze and then they took it from us outside <laughs> it's a pretty smooth operation really it just goes and puts it back on the shelf <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm sure they did yeah they basically just took our money and said uh, you know come by anytime <laughs> so you, you come back you do one year in where was it Wichita I did one year in Wichita yeah two years in Missouri two years in Missouri okay. and then left to hey, come do you here. have a, you got any like a degree or anything after this nope. or just no nothing I left uh, before all that, uh, I was doing well. I had good, good grades and all that jazz, but yeah. uh, just any didn't. girls down there? Did you peak or what? I met some gals down there. Nice, yeah, nice. I met some gals Couple down broken there. Broken hearts. It was a little easier be, to meet girls down there as an athlete. Yeah. Like, it's a different situation. Oh, it's, Americans, they, they hold their athletes up on a pedestal. Much time. higher regard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Much unless, higher like, regard. In, in Canada, unless you're a Toronto Maple Leaf, nobody gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel bad for the... Uh, for the solo athletes in this country, you yeah. know, who don't even at least have a team to help pick up expenses. But the guys that are, you know, if you look at your uh, ski jumpers, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or your bobsledders where nobody's watching all year. They don't even have a, a real audience so to get a TV deal. Speed skaters, yeah. swimmers, cyclists, all these people. Those uh, guys think uh, rowers, day jobs. Paddlers, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah it's they're tragic. paddling to work. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you look at the way we, they sponsor great athletes in other countries. Mm-hmm. And I just feel there's so much talent being left on the vine in Canada. Well, it's 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 a weird, like, 
our country's so spread out and the population's not that big for how big our land it's just a weird there's no money to generate you know yeah, it's true yeah what are you gonna do yeah i get it just feel bad for the athletes yeah as a former athlete well listen i'll donate to <laughs> which Silky is a loose title yeah well, sure well <laughs> she's probably what, gonna kickstart that's going. what warriors <laughs> these people are you know is they have to deal with it you know it's just like comedy people uh ask about comedy and they go oh it's so hard uh up there isn't it <laughs> that's the easy part try getting on the stage yeah <laughs> all right just weave your way through this business and if you can get on stage that's way harder than, than mm-hmm. the show don't you think oh yeah i mean you run a room now yeah 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 i'm, I'm very uh so how far out are you booking um i'm usually a month or two and you got a tough screening process with newbies? Yeah, like I, I let like maybe a newbie a week on, but I, yeah. uh, I don't know. I've got a rotation of people. Like my whole idea is this is my show. My name's attached to it, so right. um, my screening process is very like it's high. You know, like it's let's not let the shit in because I have to watch it every week. <laughs> so, like, so it's not so much you have yeah. standards for well, career standards development of, standpoint. Plus my my name's attached to it too. You know, sure. So I just potato. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's I, I go by Jeff for that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's uh, I want to put out the best product I can put out. Like I want to do it for me. I want to do it for the comics who come. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want them to have to pick up some shithead slack that doesn't know what he's doing because he's three weeks in. And then um, my crowd is uh, they're a nice, loyal, regular crowd. So I want to give them a good show too. So it's yeah. just. Yeah, well, you put on a good show. Well, they can't, that's what we're uh, trying to do. Dope and Mike every Wednesday about night. You there. You've put on some good, uh, some good shows. And I got you coming down to the Icebreakers Comedy Festival in a hey, couple right? weeks. That's a return engagement. Yes, yes. Right? You, we did the first one. You're, uh, there's very very few people that uh, ever come back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's just because I, I do it because it's such a small town that it's like I want to keep it new and fresh every year. <laughs> sure. Um, I think yeah, uh, I, also a lot of people just don't want to come back. <laughs> Everybody wants to come back. I think, uh, oh, Hunter Collins is making his third appearance out of out of four. Is he fantastic? He's a funny kid. Yeah, he's he's great. He, yeah, um, I say kid. Everybody, everybody in forties a kid now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he did the first year, and then we roasted me on the second year, and then he came, uh, he's coming back to do an LOL taping. Mm-hmm. He got in a little trouble on his last LOL taping, and I had to uh, had to ask Tracy right out real nicely to uh, forgive him. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I guess he just stopped. There was a heckler, and he just stopped right in the middle of his set. He goes. And he said something about face fucking them to death or something. It was very bad. And then he's like, "Okay, back well, to you this. Can edit that part." Okay. <laughs> well, I, I think it was just uh, it was. Uh, That's tough when you get a heckler at a taping, though. Yeah, I know. I mean, what are you supposed to do? Just mm-hmm. let somebody shout during your whole taping? Yeah, yeah. Well, your uh, your host is supposed to calm those hecklers down before they. Yeah, some people just get drunk and shout stuff, though. <laughs> right? Like, you can't. What are you going to do? It's never like a, a lucid, sober person who's heckling. No, no. It's never a, a point of issue with your last <laughs> statement, sir. Sir, I did yeah. not agree. No. Yeah. That's <laughs> not that. Yeah, dick. <laughs> you never ran any shows when you were uh, coming up did you or? no no let's actually get into uh the whole comedy like the start where yeah I'm sure. you don't want to keep going through my childhood <laughs> we've lost half our audience so far <laughs> well i don't know you want to talk about your mom some more <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, man. I don't think we can afford to lose three more people um do you come back from uh from, from actually, golfing th- this is too early for the never sleeps <laughs> audience right yeah, yeah, this yeah. is prime time yeah if it, they go facebook live at three in the morning they get hundreds right. of viewers next time we'll do it we'll do it we'll do it method we'll do it at three in the morning 
<laughs> what do you want to? So, yeah, so you come back from uh, from golf? Yeah, uh, there was a student stand up comedy contest on campus in Missouri. Oh, you started down there. I did. I did one show and and left the next day. Was this something you've always wanted? Or yeah, 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 yeah it was yeah, always I in the back of the head. Turns out, in my high school yearbook, I wrote "See you at Yuck Yucks." Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, I didn't even realize I'd done that. Till I was about thirty. And how many How many years later until you got on stage? From when I wrote that in the yearbook, probably six or seven. How'd you do in the contest? Mm-hmm. I won it. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I, I won a Sega Dreamcast. Nice. That, Virtual that, Tennis was a that, great game uh, on that If uh, that console. dates it for you. <laughs> and I gave that to my roommate in exchange for rent and <laughs> drove back with 200 bucks US that I didn't expect to have. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> so you get back Do that again You get back here Who's your like Early comedy influence Dave uh, Dave Mary And I were already friends Okay uh, Yeah Dave Mary A great guy We were golf pals ah. And so uh, That was the advantage I had in that contest Was I called him And said uh, What do you do yeah. How do you build a set How does it work <laughs> And he gave me some questions, so I was smart enough To call ahead and go How long a set Yeah You know How does it work And How, how long did you do First Dave, time uh, 7 to 10 Yeah I did 7 I don't minutes think they my first clocked time. it but I'd say about seven. At seven minutes, my first time, got it on tape still. Yeah. I did uh, five years to the day that I did my first set. I went and did the exact same set. Mm-hmm. And uh, how'd it go? Same? It was actually, it was a lot better. <laughs> yeah. I could tell a joke a lot better. Okay. And the jokes were still good. They held yeah. up. But there was a few, like, I'm like, because I'm reading off my list. I'm like, okay, what yeah. joke's next? And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, here we go. And then I just tell the joke. Right. But I, I plan to do it every five years. That'd be fun. And That'd I, be fun to I got, do. I got on video from the five years later, too, so. That'd be fun to do. The one, I couldn't do that one because it only, the set I did, it was a lot about the campus life. Yeah. So I'm just thinking of that. Well, mine was like post, post one in mine, Toronto. Mine was post-divorce. Oh, you were loaded. Just angry, drunk asshole. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, it was pretty hate-filled, but it was like... So the bits still play now that you're in love? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or do you just yeah, have to yeah, act yeah. a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> Can you still find a little anger well, in there? I remember uh, when me and her first started dating, I was just, I'd go do a set, and I was just like, this is my new girlfriend, Kira, for my tens of listeners at home. Mm-hmm. Um and I was just like, I'm doing all these lonely, pathetic, I'll be alone forever jokes. And I'm like, these don't work anymore because you can't sell them anymore. Yeah. My comedy had a transition, you know? I'm, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm still pathetic on stage. I'm just. It's good. It's good. You should evolve. <laughs> I yeah, think. Yeah. You know, it's really hard to watch old guys selling the. I'm a young, uh, hip guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but no, it was just. It was because I think it was like probably the first actual transition I had to go through where I was just like, oh, I've got to. I've got to evolve and change yep. with the flow of life. <laughs> that or create a character. Yeah. Well, we're getting and to then that. Play pal. the character. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd just interview you. It seems, it's, your long pauses and the way you look at the notepad just <laughs> makes me feel like maybe this isn't that sincere. So <laughs> I just figured I'll interview you, and that's why the show's been going great the last little stretch. I, I look, don't know if you notice. We're I've up started, into the teens. Look at uh, look at how many viewers. That's because I've been <laughs> inter- interviewing you instead. It's. Uh, Okay, what so else you, you got on your notepad? You, you want me to just skim it? No, no. You How come long back, are we here for? You come back to Toronto. You come back to Toronto. You got yeah. one set under your belt. Yeah. Where uh, Where do you go to? I call uh, Dave Mary, say, what do I do now? You know, and uh, it gets me uh, amateur night of yucks. Okay. Was it so, still Tuesdays back then? It was Mondays back then. Monday. Up, up at Young and Egg. Okay. So it was Monday. So uh, he was kind enough to come down. I like, literally held my hand through the whole process. And uh, Jack Norman was emceeing, but I went down with Davey. So yeah. he's a made guy. Yeah. You know, That's- so I got treated. Uh, I don't know if I got treated any different so much as that I didn't feel. 
Yeah. It completely intimidated. Like, yeah, it wasn't who is anybody or what was what. And not only that, people uh, talked to me. So uh, it helped a lot. I know like Wilmot and Edwards, those guys, you know, I, I absolutely yeah. know that Dave Mary was like, get the kids with me. Give them a pass. <laughs> Do you see those guys I, when I, you first come out? I know that because they remind me. Uh, constantly. Yeah. Do you see you? So you meet these guys as soon as you come out? Uh, no, no, I, you know, but you know, in the next little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but I, I don't know about you. I thought after amateur night, I thought <laughs> I was so naive. I was such a stupid kid. But I thought when you did your set that afterwards they gave you notes, you know, <laughs> told you what you could work on or what the deal was. Like I thought, it was, I guess I thought it was another contest. I don't know. So uh, I finished the set. You know, went all right. Who knows? And good enough. I came back. You know. Yeah. But. Uh, I said, so, uh, you know, I'm standing there, I'm like, uh, so can I come back? You know, I thought it was a pass-fail thing, right? Yeah. So that, I'm like, can I come back? And they, I remember they all just looked at me like, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, when? Like, uh, next week? Like, yes. can I come back next week? And like, take a week off, <laughs> you know, and go back. And I was like, do you have to have all new stuff? You know, how's it working? Yeah. And they like, just calm down. And uh, Dave Mary, a great line, which I'd say all new comics, uh, he said, uh, hey kid, great, uh, great show. Your first hundred don't count. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Yeah, your so, first thousand don't count. Yeah, but hearing that settled me right there. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, fifty shows in, you start to understand what he meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he said well, your I, first hundred don't count. The weird thing is, I think ten shows in, you're like, fuck, I got this. Like, you think? <laughs> If you've done them at the same room. Yeah. <laughs> I remember <laughs> But that. when you walk into a couple of different rooms and a couple of different crowds, then all of a sudden you go, oh, I have no idea what to do here. My second time out was back to the same room. And um, my first time out, I was uh, I was on, like on top of the world. Like it, everything hit. I packed the fucking room with my friends. So <laughs> yeah. they're just laughing at uh, me bitching about my ex-wife. Um, <laughs> so the second time I go, all new material. I don't tell anyone. I just go on my own and just fucking died <laughs> oh really it yeah. was that severe well it wasn't that bad i was just like it was just the first negative reaction i'd gotten yeah and i was just like oh yeah they're not always gonna like this <laughs> but the or you i'll tell you the first show i did um the female host who put me on i took her home and banged her that night oh wow i was like this is comedy i'll stick around well there you go <laughs> well done you <laughs> How many sets in until you uh, put on the cowboy hat? <laughs> yeah, for the uh, dozens of listeners and viewers who <laughs> may remember, uh, I used to do a character, uh, Billy Bob Joe Taylor. Uh, wh- how long after that? So I did like uh, an amateur night, that first one, and then mm-hmm. didn't, you know, obviously, then toiled in the yeah. open mics and rooms for a few months, and then finally got on a, a Wednesday showcase for uh, uh, Mr. Breslin, you know, yeah. and... Uh, after that, uh, nobody really said boo to me. <laughs> so <laughs> I went, I guess that didn't go well. So I figured, you know, I'd, I'd blown it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, turns out I'm not funny. Let's revamp this. <laughs> yeah. So basically, I mean, I want to be a comedian mm-hmm. and that didn't work. So I, I desperately needed to come up with something new because I didn't want to not be a comedian at this point. Yeah. And so I was like, ah, I don't know what to do. So I uh, dreamed up this cowboy from Missouri and uh, went back, called uh, uh, Mr. Breslin, called uh, Mark back and said, uh, said, uh, you know, I got this thing. You mind, uh, like, can I show it to you? How do you want to see it? You know, should I send you a tape? Do you know? He said, no, come down on a Wednesday. And I, so I came down and uh, it went well. And they went, yeah, the, we'll give you a test run. 
See you, what goes. you come out, you got the hat on, you got the full outfit. Oh, for the first, whole bit. Yeah, Boots, yeah. belt, hat, <laughs> looking sharp. Nice shirt. And what's your friend Dave Mary say about this when uh, you, you tell him you're going to do a character? Oh, funny's funny. But it was, uh, it hit right from the start? It did. It totally did. Yeah. Kate Davis was MCing the first time I did it. Mm-hmm. You know Kate? Yep. And uh, afterwards we were talking and she said, uh, so how long are you up here for? <laughs> and I said, oh, no, that's all horseshit. <laughs> but that's when I realized, oh, this is going to work. Mm-hmm. And also. Somebody bought it. Not just somebody, but somebody behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, so that's when I got into it more and realized that it could work. And then I wrote a whole bunch of stuff for it. How many years did you uh, do the character? Five yeah. and change. But two th- that was all about 2001. I started and by 2005, I started to feel cornered. How far did Billy Bob get? Oh, coast to coast. Coast to coast? All the way to Singapore. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I did a show in Singapore. Nice. The president of Singapore. It was just after uh, 9-11, too, so security was pretty heightened. Uh, in Singapore, dressed up, playing, pretending to be an American cowboy, and uh, we brought a cowboy hat to give to the president yeah. of Singapore. So he comes on stage. You met the president? Yeah, of Singapore. He comes on like military escort. Like too severe. And he, uh, he comes up and... Uh, and I hand him uh, the, the hat. <laughs> he goes, uh, you sound like you're from Tennessee. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, uh, do I lie to the president here? Like, what's the, what's the, what's the right play here? So I said, no, uh, Missouri. And he said, oh, Missouri. <laughs> so, which blew me away. The president of Singapore knew the local inflection. Yeah. Right? That's how worldly this guy was. I mean, don't get me wrong. He wasn't worldly enough to figure out I was full of shit. <laughs> None of They all just... I was like, if I was an assassin, I'd really yeah. done it. This was perfect. Just pull a... Uh, what's those little guns called? The Derringer? Or... We could have cut his throat. We were shaking hands and hugging for a picture. I could have done a little gun out of your cowboy hat? Yeah. Oh, no. I could have given him a little needle in the back of the neck and walked off stage. I would have been smooth. Uh, After that, that's when you start feeling cornered? No, no. A couple years of doing it. And then, uh, you know, I was getting farther away from Missouri. So Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't relate to that as well. And uh, I'd uh, done the country, you know, coast to coast. And uh, uh, so I just thought uh, it was time to start something new. How's your, uh, how do your friends uh, in comedy deal with that like you, you get the piss taken well, out of here know, you'd have to ask them yeah so, <laughs> so you know it's funny because uh afterwards you know when i stopped doing it then everybody loved it <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people were very complimentary once i stopped doing it yeah, i'll say that like, oh, i missed and that then, uh, character don't do it again but missed yeah, it. <laughs> i mean lots of people obviously didn't care for it mm-hmm. you know didn't like it some people didn't like how fast i got moved up because yeah, i yeah. whipped through you know i was headlining in six months yeah and uh, so i think there were some people who didn't care for that some people flat out hated the act you mm-hmm. know didn't like it and that they're they're well within their rights mm-hmm. you know so for me it was just about trying to make people laugh as hard as I could and that was the best way I could do it at the time and then I figured out you know that I didn't want to do that forever mm-hmm. and I knew I wasn't funny <laughs> so, I was like, so I literally was like oh man if I'm gonna be as funny as this cowboy is I better get to work yeah, yeah, yeah. so I kind of had to stop doing it you know I didn't mean to shut it down completely I just wanted to start doing some other stuff and then I started enjoying that more. All right. And yeah. when when you uh, decide to s- stop doing it, do you phase them out or you just go cold turkey? Yeah, it kind of just worked out that way in the sense that I wanted to do some more time as myself, but I would do the higher end 
corporates or gigs yeah. as Billy Bob because, you know, for yucks, they're like, yeah, we don't like you. We didn't like you before. We like the cowboy. Uh-huh. We can book the cowboy. So you pretty much had to start from the bottom again. Totally, which I was fine to do. I said I'd middle, but they kept me as a headliner as myself. So, I, But I had to suddenly come up with 45 minutes. Yeah. Because my thing was, I'm not going to do any of that material. Yeah. So I had to drop, uh, you know, as a AAA headliner, you know what that means. Like, it's the difference between trying to make a living and not, basically. Yeah. So the other part was, you know, like my pay got cut in half. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to start over in that sense. So. I heard some, somebody tell me you'd get, uh, you'd get bookings, and they're like, well, we'll give Billy Bob five grand, but we're only giving Dave 500. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. I was going to Yucks Ajax. I'm talking to Howie uh, uh, at the time who books it, and I said, uh, they said, okay, so they cut my pay in half, literally. Like, I was getting 200 a show as the cowboy mm-hmm. and 100 a show uh, <laughs> as myself. And I said, so let me get this straight. If I uh, leave my house, <laughs> get in my car, drive to Ajax and put on a show, I'm worth $100. But if I dress up as a cowboy, <laughs> I wear a hat, and I do a silly voice, I'm worth twice as much money. <laughs> And I said, yeah. I said, so what if I wear the hat, but I don't do the voice? 150? <laughs> I said, because I just want to know. Keep the hat. Keep the name. Uh, yeah, but material. I want to know, is the money in the costuming or in the performance? <laughs> like, what if I don't wear the hat, but I do the voice? Yeah. Like 125? Like, what's worth what here? Imagine this of me going, I can do whatever I want. And that's worth half as much as if I do one <laughs> specific thing. So I realized then and there I had a lot of work to do. But uh, you were ready to drop the character anyway, so it was worth the work? It or? wasn't so much ready for it as, uh, you know, like that all just happened because we didn't book it a lot. Yeah. Like I still would have been doing it. But I didn't want to do that the rest of my life mm-hmm. was the point. Like I didn't want to be sitting here. I don't want to be going around playing this cowboy because, you know, the more people I told, the more unimpressed they were. Yeah. Like, they got upset. Like, I was killing their best friend. They're like, oh, man, I thought you were a cowboy. I love that cowboy. Yeah, cowboy was awesome. How many cowboy outfits did you have? A few. Okay. A few. But the, 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 like, uh, the black hat, the white hat, depending on where it was. It wasn't like, um, what the fuck's that, uh, that clown? Yucko the Clown? You ever seen this uh, nope. guy? He's a... Uh, He's been wearing the same clown suit on stage for probably 15 years. Okay, he, yeah. He doesn't no. wash it. He's just a dirty old clown. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. No. But he's, a, he's like a regular guy. Like, he used to be on Stern a lot. He's not too much anymore. But he was, like, trying to get rid of the clown persona. And he's like, nobody's booking me. He's like, they want the fucking clown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's exactly right. I mean, remember Charlie Farkasen? No. Yeah. You remember Pee Wee Herman? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I didn't want to run into that situation. I wanted to be, you know, like not enough people know who Paul Rubens is. Yeah, but. They don't know the name. Larry the Cable Guy, he's uh, he's doing all right. He, he's, <laughs> he's doing all right. And I probably should have gone to America and I should have kept doing it. Yeah, yeah. And I'd have a tour bus for sure. I'd have my own <laughs> Billy Bob tour bus. <clears throat> and uh, it would have been easy to market. But, but uh, you're happy with where you are now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I don't know. I'm still on my tour bus in my mind just now. All of a sudden, I'm a little sad about where I am. Oh, man. tour buses are great. Plus, I'd be crushing clubs. <laughs> I'd be wearing cowboy boots again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Did you go ever have spurs? No, oh, no, never had spurs. Cool. But I got into it. I had a lunchbox that would fit three beers, and I'd pull them out throughout. You know what? Y'all don't bring a lunch to work. I had the whole stuff with it. Every time I crack a beer, it would get. 
to laugh because I'd space them out over the 40 minutes. So nobody thought there'd be a little cowboy lunchbox with happy trails on one side. And That's great. I got into it for a stretch and it was How, a lot of fun. What's, what's Billy Bob's best credit? To the Singapore gig? Yeah, I guess. Did he ever get to JFL? Did, uh, no, did Halifax. Halifax? Halifax would have TV been. TV uh, Yeah. Uh, no. Around about the time uh, there was a chance to do a comedy now. Okay. I didn't. But, you know, I started the Investors Group Tour. Okay. Billy Bob headlined the first one. Really? Right. Yeah. Kim uh, Hendrickson and uh, uh, Drew Robertson. I mean, they're the people who started, but I was the first. Yeah, yeah, first headliner. Headliner the first year. And, you know, here it is, what, 14, 15 years later. So we didn't screw it up. Mm-hmm. And they, they still have you back? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've done it a couple of times. But that first year, there was a lot of a lot of heat to make sure it went well so that they could there could be a second year. You know, it wasn't just a given that they were going to do it. Yeah. Every year, so that's uh, that's one thing Billy <laughs> Billy Bob did. How many years did it take you to get back to triple uh, A status? Then, like, was it a year, two years? Like, I don't know, something like that. Yeah, a uh, couple of years. No, not a year. Not no, a year. No, no, no. It was more than that. It took a couple of years. Yeah, uh, for sure. Just to build an act. Like, I mean, I had to come up with forty five pretty quick, mm-hmm. and it was palatable, but I didn't really like it. Yeah. So I had to replace pretty much all of it. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so, you know, first things first was to get something I could make a buck off of, and then yeah. it was so that whole stretch uh, is kind of a blur because I was just always rewriting as much of it as I could. And, do you ever have to uh, take a day job or anything? Or you just been no. a, you've been a comic since Billy Bob? Well, it was a personal challenge to myself when I started comedy was that I didn't want to do any serving because I know cash is a drug. Yeah. And I knew if I started getting cash that there's a chance I'd, you know, maybe not go to a gig or something because mm-hmm. I had the shift or yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't want to put myself in that situation. So part of the challenge was, okay, you can you can do this. You can go into the arts, but you can't wait tables or take a job. And the reason for that was to stay motivated. You know, I, for I my, think anybody, by the way, if you're trying this, you got to really try it. You got to commit to trying it. You can't just go, yeah, I'll see. I, I do keep my day job. It's nine to five, Monday to Friday. It doesn't get in my way all the, like, sometimes it'll get in the way a bit, but I had this job before I started comedy. So when I started comedy, it was, uh, I learned how to do them both. And yeah. now I just like, I don't really fucking pay attention to my day job anymore. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's to the point where I'm just like. I'm falling asleep every day, and I'm just like, I don't care about it. It's such an easy job that I don't have to. Banking on the fact that your boss doesn't watch this program? Um, Even if she does, she's like taking me aside. She's like, listen, I get what you're doing. She's like, just put in a little effort here. Get your job done. <laughs> um, but like, I, I don't dress up for work. I don't like, I just, what? you know, like, I, if Is that I, part of the effort she's talking about, well, could you just put no, a shirt on? No. Would it kill you? She, it, I was really fucking up for a couple months. Just, uh, I was kind of, I don't know. My head was somewhere else, but, um, it's just, it's a very easy job. So I do it cause it's profitable. Right. I still consider myself a full-time comic cause I'm, I'm out every night. I'm like busting ass i'm i'm not on a show i'm producing shit you know i'm just so sounds like this job's just a matter of time then yeah well it's television and it's like eventually ctv is gonna be a website in some guy's basement you know (laughs) i'm just just riding it out and yeah netflix and amazon seem like they're doing pretty good yeah yeah i'll get a package someday from bell and i'll be a happy man there you go oh yeah if it's bell by all means stick around take their money yeah 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 no I, i think i've paid you (laughs) <laughs> think, by the way, I've given Bill a lot of money over the years. I, I still, my phone's Rogers. I'm uh, I'm not a fan of... Uh... I'm. You know what? I'm glad you're getting the money. I like this now. This <laughs> relaxes me. Uh, I forgot to ask you... You um... make no effort, by the way. To hell with her. <laughs> no effort. 
Just wear a robe. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about oh, the. I know you don't want to tell the story because you told it so many times, but uh, you know we're, we're 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 putting all our cards on the table here. Let's talk about the lightning <laughs> getting struck by lightning. <laughs> oh, you're a really funny interviewer, man. <laughs> <laughs> really, just, segues are so seamless. I can't tell when you're checking your note. I really can't. I mean, you're sharing me a story. Uh, <laughs> Just trying to keep the flow going, David. Yeah, sure. No, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I thought you'd say this for after our com- next commercial break. But okay. Do we have time to fit it in before? Who else is coming on? <laughs> no, just us. Just trying us. to fit it into this hour you're trying to fill. <laughs> I just I had it written down on my little okay, notebook. How long, how long do we have left? How long is the show um, since you got this all got, mapped uh, out so I can paste the stories for you? I don't know. We've got about five to ten minutes left here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so one day I was golfing and I got hit. <laughs> and then I got hit by lightning. Wait, and then I didn't you, want to golf anymore. How old anymore. are you when you get hit by lightning? Uh, that was uh, partly why I uh, became a comedian. <laughs> so I was in University of Missouri. Oh, it was there yeah. when it happened. Yeah, 24, 25. Uh, okay. Yeah, that summer. Summer of 99. And was it... Uh, was it- Caddyshack style where you're playing the game of your life and this happened or I was playing pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just gone birdie birdie. So yeah, I was playing pretty good. But uh it hit a tree, then went through the ground up and out me. I didn't uh, get hit directly oh, like okay. in, uh, in Caddyshack. So I still got I didn't even think I'd been hit till the next day. My lips were blue, my ear was burned. And uh so no. <laughs> is that for um, you? No, it's it's uh, the Facebook Live is beeping. <laughs> was that it? Oh, did we go to commercial? <laughs> is that what happened? <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, my uh, mouth was blue and my ear was burned, and uh, you didn't feel it when it happened. Like, oh sure, but I. The, the, it's it's so loud. Yeah. I ended up getting uh, like minor whiplash from the the noise. You recoil. Holy shit. That tree being split in half by lightning was uh, the loudest thing I've ever heard. Nothing hit you from the tree? Biblical. No, no, but everything on your body is standing up. So I just thought I'd never been that close. Oh, okay. So I just thought, you know, oh my God, I'm having a reaction how close it was. And then the next day I realized, oh, (laughs) I took a little. Fuck. Yeah. And uh, any, like, what what, what was the recovery? Any side effects, anything? Oh, sure, yeah. For the next few days, I couldn't putt at all. Like, my hands, my nervous system was just shot. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like getting the the paddles when you don't need them, right? (laughs) Clear! (laughs) So I was just jacked. Your your, uh, nervous system runs on electrical energy yeah. right so when you get all this stuff in you that you don't need i was out of control so had some uh, depression and some mood swings for about six months oh, okay i'd say it was all in all the guy the guy was beside me ended up going to the hospital like a month later oh he got it too oh yeah well the couple of us that were standing there beside each other so uh so yeah he ended up in the hospital like uh, i didn't think it was anything i just kept golfing you know what i mean mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't finish think, around didn't get another birdie after that though did know, you? no i did not not even close <laughs> <laughs> a couple of double bogeys that were pretty upsetting <laughs> but i figured you know you go to the doctor and he'd be like yeah don't get hit by lightning anymore you know that's a good tip sure hey, and you got no no superhero powers out of it either yeah right no no four-day erections <laughs> haven't learned any languages <laughs> got nothing uh you know, thought so, i learned portuguese in 20 minutes or something <laughs> 
I'm glad you uh, survived this to tell the story. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, thank you, Jeffrey. Yes, that's, yes, yes. That's very nice. Our, our, how many uh, Facebook Live people? We have three. I see three on that little counter. Yeah, now. the stories don't play, buddy. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was better when I was interviewing you than when you keep going to your notes. How? Um, you got to work on your interview again. Smooth well, I, it. I usually have a, a, a big notebook, and I can just kind of yeah. glance down a big writing, but I try to I You try look to like you gave me it. a traffic ticket, and now you're in court <laughs> trying to get through. Through your notes from the day for the three people that are still watching. He's got this little list of things he keeps checking off. Uh-huh. Relationships. Hey, give me my notes, in the man. States. <laughs> we don't have time for um, all of it. How, uh, how's comedy changed since you became a dad? <laughs> Good question. It's a good question. Yeah. All right. You going from lightning to that? Yeah, from lightning to... Uh... Yeah, I like it. So, yeah. Uh, so, while well, 17 years later, I guess it's been since lightning. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, completely? Yeah. <laughs> How's it changed? Completely. Absolutely. Your, uh, the motivations, the travel. You know, I don't want to be on the road as uh, as much right now. Um, Your uh, your girlfriend, uh, life partner, Heather. Yeah. She's... Uh, how long has she been around? Uh, five years now. Five years? Yeah. So she came in, you were already established and like, but she came in. As a comedian? Yeah. 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 But she got, I met she her, got the life. I met her actually uh, uh, during the, my last uh, Billy Bob show. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that part was actually great because she got to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, <laughs> and like, and that was it, hung him up. So, uh, so far, although now that... Uh, Trump's one. I was thinking of maybe bringing him back. He uh, could kill her. He'd make a good Republican. (laughs) Um, But she's been... uh, It's because I always find relationships are hard in this business. Uh, But if you've got somebody that just gets it Mm -hmm. and realizes how things work... It makes things a hell of a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. She's fantastic in that way. She's uh, really, really supportive and, and fr- it frees me up to work, right? Like mm-hmm. she's just uh, fantastic the way she takes care of Viv. Yeah. Uh, our daughter is remarkable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and so I get to come out, you know, I get to come out, I see you at the shows and, yeah, yeah. and I get to duck out, which is great. I mean, once the baby goes to bed, though, I'm pretty useless anyway. So I'm just as good. Yeah. It's lucky I have a night job, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I definitely don't want to travel as much. And it's been so consumed by making sure this kid doesn't die mm-hmm. that it's been hard to write about anything else. Yeah. You know, I so everything well, I've been writing I, the is material you're, related. You're bringing out uh, like your dad material is great. It's uh, well, thank you. It's a different. Uh, I don't know, it's a lot different than most. Hey, I'm a dad now, and you know, like it's like I'm afraid I'm gonna crush my baby's head once yeah. I fall down the stairs. That's like, the it's the worst feeling ever. That's yeah. <laughs> the worst. Well, you know, I relationships are like uh, golf tournaments. How's this? Let me bring it all around for you. Okay. One of the things I learned in golf tournaments that's the tr- uh, same in relationships is that your weaknesses will be revealed. Mm-hmm. You know, you come in going, hey, if everything uh, goes my way, I can win this. <laughs> and then if there's some, uh, as long as I don't have to hit a four iron, <laughs> then you're going to have four irons. Or if you're like, as long as I don't go in a bunker, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure you're going to be in bunkers. If that's what you're afraid of, yeah. that's going to be tested. And so same with relationships. So you end up finding out all your weaknesses. And then when you add a relationship with a kid... Mm-hmm. Well, now this is someone you're supposed to be setting an example for. So now it's even worse because you're like, ah, oh, boy, like I was pushing her. I was taking Viv for a walk. This is before she could talk anything. But we're just walking in the stroller, a nice day. And I'm going, I guess I should be talking. <laughs> you know, I guess I should start talking. This is what they all say to do is talk to them. You yeah. know, I mean, 
she can't respond or anything, but I'm like, all right, I'll start talking. So I started talking to her and just describing as we're walking, well, it's a lovely day and <laughs> here we are walking down the street and these are cars, these are houses, <laughs> these are trees and uh, that's a... Uh, that's a, I, don't, I don't know what kind of tree that is, actually. <laughs> big one. But uh, this other one, that's a... Uh, it's, a it's another big one. I don't know what that is either. That's, is that an elm? It's not a maple. I know a maple. It's not birch. Birches, I know. I'm real good at birches. Anyway, I realized I don't know nothing about trees. And then it hit me how much else I don't know anything about. And this poor kid, good luck to her. You know, like not hurting her. Here's the big question. Um... Are you ever going to tell her about Billy Bob Joe Taylor? <laughs> <laughs> She's going to find a box one day in your closet with a cowboy hat? Like, what is this? Right? <laughs> just, yeah, just pull out this sweaty cowboy shirt. I told you to stay out of it. Right? It's in like a case, like a Spider-Man costume. I got it all locked up in a big trunk in the attic. Uh, Never open that box! Uh, you thinking about having more? Or? No, no. no one is it? One yeah, one yeah, we want to keep the man advantage. You're always going to be outnumbered then. Two girls. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, at least we outnumber the kid. You, uh, you ups- were you upset it wasn't a boy, like, initially? Initially, sure, but not for in the sense that, oh, no, I got a girl, but in the sense that I, you, I would you know what a hockey a, player. I would know what a boy was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the part I was looking forward to, was being able to go, I know what you're thinking, kid. You, you going to turn this girl into a jock, too? Or? Um, well, by default, it'll, yeah. you know. Is Heather athletic? Uh, yeah, in some ways. Yeah. You know what I mean? She likes uh, some sports, but I wouldn't say that that was her path. I don't know that she... Mm-hmm. Do you golf with her? She calls most sports sportsing, right? <laughs> <laughs> you, you watching your sportsing? Do, do you As golf, a joke, obviously. Do, do you golf with her? Um, no, we hit balls uh, once last year. For the first couple of years, I wouldn't let her go. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, the last time I golfed. I know that sounds horrible, like I wouldn't let her golf, but oh, I dude, said, you can't come golfing. Last time I golfed was 10 years ago with my ex-wife. And I was like, <laughs> oh, you like this now. And then just stopped. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I say this, though, put it this way. If you want to learn how to golf, uh, go ahead. <laughs> no, nobody's stopping anybody from learning how to golf. But, just but don't I'm not going to. No, me. but I'm not going to waste my energy dragging you to do something you don't like just yeah, so we yeah, can yeah, hang yeah. out together. Don't yeah. do that. Go somewhere else. Let's go. We'll pick up another hobby together. Don't crap on my pastime <laughs> just because yeah. you want to spend time together. <laughs> um, well, that's pretty much it, man. I think I've uh, gone through you the check entire. Your notes? <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Fatherhood. Yep. Um, well. That's about it, buddy. Um, okay. What'd you think, huh? What are what do we end with viewers? We got three people left. Man, those are and those are all Alex, by the way. All three of those viewers <laughs> are Alex's three different. He's got four Facebook different accounts. Going on <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know how entertaining it was to anybody, but uh, it was fun to watch you to give an interview. Well, it was. And I'll say this: Let me plug your festival. I'm excited to be back at the Icebreakers Festival. Icebreakers is coming up in a couple weeks in uh, Niagara Lake, end of January. Uh, what else you got going on? Where can the people yeah, find I'm you? I'm going to be at the Hubcap Comedy Festival nice, as well. Nice, nice. Both festivals. Uh, for the second time it's been a while so as as an old dad of a comic I'm pretty excited (laughs) to be at a couple of festivals there you go Uh, yeah and uh, and an album uh, coming out imminently oh nice yeah Um, who who are you bringing it out with uh, you doing it yourself? Um, I guess, or? Uh, yeah, so far. Yeah, yeah. I guess it'll be on uh, you know iTunes or nice, nice. whatever, and we're gonna have a hard copy as well. So uh, cool, cool. Uh, look for that in early Feb. You got a name Which, yet? That might be out before this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you get a name for the album yet? Yeah, uh, comedy dump truck. Comedy dump truck. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm basically getting rid of all the pre dad stuff and and uh, Twitter is. 
Dave Hempstead. Dave Hempstead. At Dave Hempstead. Yep. Um, well, we did it, kid. You, yeah, uh, thanks, You pal. made your way to the West End for this. Uh-huh. The Never Sleeps Network. Always got to mention that. Um, this has been The Potato Files with uh, Jeff Paul. Um, guys, listen again. I think... Uh, our failed attempt at uh, Facebook Live will probably not happen again. Well, if this is anything like the, if th- was this the first? This is the first time we tried the Facebook be like Live. The IG so. tour. Fourteen years from now, when this is the Everything, biggest show, yeah. I'm like, I did the first. I always do the first. I did. I did that for three viewers. We peaked at eleven. Yeah, and, uh, and now yeah. he's got eighty-two. Look at him. Fourteen go. years from now, everyone's doing it. And they're in limos that you send <laughs> in the big studios. It's champagne. No, I think we'll still be in Alex's bedroom. Keep the minty chocolate bars. <laughs> That's a nice touch. People appreciate that. All right. Well, thank you very much, Dave Hempstead, guys. Uh, This has been The Potato Files. Listen to the music for my buddy Nigel Williams and the Pocket Dwellers. Thank you very much.